Welcome to the WooWoo Hairstylist Podcast. My name is Anna Lamber. I want to help you achieve whatever you thought was impossible for you as a hairstylist. I've been a hair extension specialist for 22 years, built a solid and profitable extension business, mentored and supported amazing hairstylists from all over, and creator of the WooWoo Hairstylist brand. On this podcast, you'll get tools, strategies, and teachings to level up your income, productivity, and success. If you want to explore unconventional ways to create the life of your dreams unapologetically, you are in the right place. We dive into manifestation, spirituality, and mindset shifts to transform internally and release mental blocks that would normally stop you from reaching your potential. I'm so happy that you're here, so let's begin. I'm sure a lot of you could agree that many of us, we're on the go. Some of us check our phones the minute we wake up. We get stressed, we feel pressured to get back to people, and you may have days where your mind is racing and you can't focus or calm down. So I know I've had days like that myself. And if this has been you for a very long time, it is a recipe for misery and it can develop into a pattern or a way of being. So how the heck do we interrupt it? Like what could we do to break the pattern, to break the habit, to break this way of being? In this episode, we're going to explore three essential self-care practices that could help you start your day with a sense of calm or free from anxiety. And by incorporating all these routines into your daily life consistently, and it actually doesn't have to be all of them, it could be one or two or all three, up to you, but you're going to be able to show up so much better for your business, your clients, your family, friends, and children. For those of you who have children, so let's say you've left work and you had a really long day at the salon and you feel drained and you're depleted and you know those days, you're driving in the car, you probably have no music on whatsoever because you just need silence and you're just in a fog. And let's say you pick up your child or you go home and your child wants to play or is bombarding you with a ton of questions, but you simply don't have the mental capacity to engage with them and you snap. You literally lose it. And afterwards, you notice, you know, the hurt or the pain in their eyes, or you're just so in it, you don't even realize like how much you hurt them because all they want is to bond with you or be with you. You know, they need the attention. And I myself have, you know, a certain moment where I've had a couple of moments actually with my daughter and it pains me to see that in her. And I want you to know that, listen, you're not a bad person. We all have our bad days. We are human and it's normal, you know, especially when you're running on empty. I do want to say that if you prioritize your self-care practice that I'm about to share with you, the outcome of a situation like that is likely to be much better. So I'm going to be talking about three different ones because I may have said this, but everyone is wired different. And one practice might not work for all. So I want to give you a couple of options. And then there may be some hairstyles that are like, nope, I love all three. I'm going to do all three. So let's dive in. The first one is meditation. Now, if some of you are thinking, okay, I've heard this a million times before. I don't like meditation. I tried it. It doesn't work. It sucks. Bear with me because I think most don't understand how meditation works. And you really may be surprised by the time I explain and share what I'm about to talk to you about. Meditation isn't just connecting to your essence and soul. 
Now that is part of it. At least for me, it is. It can mean something different for someone else, but there are proven scientific studies that says meditation has real physical evidence on your mind and body. Your blood pressure goes down. It calms the nervous system. I mean, you could Google it and find a plethora of information where meditation is indeed good for you. And this is for my logical thinkers. I tend to be the kind of person that is like seeing is believing. I don't really care too much about statistics and logic. For me, it's like if I see it, if I experience it, I believe it. But we're all different. And so it's also not about sitting cross-legged, not unless you want to, because meditation can be sitting on the chair and just getting quiet. It could be sitting on the couch, you know, maybe you're in your bed in an upright position. So if you've never done this before, you could set a timer for only three minutes and then add more time when you're ready. And if you want to go longer, you could start with 15 minutes. It's totally up to you. Ideally, you know, you could do a meditation for 45 minutes. From what I hear, the sweet spot is about an hour, but I don't want to overwhelm you. So again, start with only three minutes. And what you want to do at this point is close your eyes and focus on your breath. And so you could inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four. And you could do that about three times. Now, thoughts are going to arise and that is completely okay. Don't beat yourself up for thinking because it's natural. And whatever comes up for you, I want you to end it with. And I love that. So if you're thinking, you know, you have thoughts coming in your head, right? Because you will. And if they are like, I don't want to feel angry, you know, or I don't like to feel angry. And I love that. I suck at blah, blah, blah. And I love that. I got a million things to do. And I love that. My husband pissed me off today and I reacted so crazy. And I love that. What you want to do is you want to give yourself permission to allow your thoughts to ebb and flow in the silence. You want to love on them, as crazy as that sounds, and then you want to gently release them. And if they come back and you have a thought, be like, okay, thank you, thought. Now I'm just going to release you. Because what most of us do is we get frustrated in the silence and then we say, why the F can't I silence my brain? This isn't working. And then people give up and they miss out on the magic. The more you meditate, the more those thoughts are not as loud. You know, that mental chatter, right? So it could be going a mile a minute and you start to become a watcher of your thoughts instead of being sucked into your thoughts and getting caught up in the drama of what you're thinking. And yes, this does happen. There is a distance that starts to happen where now you're the observer of your thoughts in your head. And maybe to some of you, it sounds crazy, but what if you try it with an open mind for about a week and you just open yourself up to the possibility of things? I had an opportunity to understand meditation so much better by going to two of Kyle Cease's meditation retreats that changed my life forever. And, and something clicked with that first meditation retreat. It clicked. It was crazy because they always say there's a voice that we have, you know, whether it's your gut, your gut knowing, your intuition, and it's, it's like this knowing, right? And when you hear the voice or some people experience it differently, but how I experienced it was it wasn't frantic. I had asked a question before the meditation that I wanted an answer to, 
And it was just this calm energy. It was neutral. It gave me the answer. It was simple. And it kind of like phased in and then phased out, gave me my answer. I was like, whoa, what the hell was that? Okay. So it was pretty damn powerful, but that is your essence. That's to me, how I like to see it is your soul talking to you. If you're falling asleep, give yourself permission to rest and sleep. If you can't do it at that very moment, then schedule that time for yourself and make sure you do that. There are two resources that I recommend when it comes to meditation and being in the present moment, um, really grounding yourself in the moment. One is by Eckhart Tolle. I listen to his podcast before I go to bed, but it's called Eckhart Tolle's Essential Teachings Podcast. And he heavily talks about, like I said, being in the present moment, the ego. He's brilliant. And he's the author of A New Earth. Oprah did this worldwide event and had him there. And basically, it was like this worldwide event where people were reading his book and they would talk about each chapter. And I remember I would listen to the whole thing. It's on YouTube, actually. So if you wanted to check it out, you can. But it was so powerful. And so when my mind is racy at night, I do put on his podcast and it calms me. It sets my mind right. And I'm able to go to sleep. Um, I also recommend Kyle Cease's guided meditation. He has a few out there. So I'm going to link the one that I love in the show notes because I've used it many times. And I also like how he explains meditation and he explains like the voices that are coming up and that it's okay and like how to release them. And it's really awesome and and powerful. So if you want to check that out, feel free. The second practice that I love is called a morning ritual. Now, I learned about this ritual through PIP University, and it was such a gift to me that it's now a gift to you. So as hairstylists, right, we pour a shit ton into so many people back to back to back, right, with appointments. That morning rituals is about pouring back into you. So it's about filling your cup up. So let's start with what the heck is a morning ritual? You might be thinking this at this point. So a morning ritual, it's a space and time you create for yourself before you start your day. And what it does, it centers you. It brings you into the present moment. It brings you in a state of calm before starting your day, before going into the salon. And it also raises your energy levels. So it's going to help you respond throughout your day with clarity instead of react with emotion that, let's face it, could lead to a very bad time. It could lead you to making wrong decisions that you might regret later. So what you want to do is in the morning, and even if you have to wake up like seven minutes earlier, 10 minutes earlier, do this for yourself. If this is landing right for you, you don't have to. But if it is, find a quiet place. Maybe it's in your car. If you're like, oh, there's no way in hell my my home is quiet, you know, then maybe it's in your car. Grab your favorite morning drink. I I love my coffee. Maybe you light a candle. Maybe you put, I think it's called like binaural beats. And then you could grab a journal or a paper, and then you're going to write five things you're grateful for. So 
you're going to write five things you're grateful for. For So for example, for me, I would put like, I am so grateful for this present moment. I am so grateful for my daughter. I'm so grateful for the trees outside my window. I'm so grateful for the hands that I could use so that I could make people look and feel beautiful. I'm so grateful that I have a job, that I'm employed, that I have friends and family that support me. Um, I'm so grateful for the roof over my head. I mean, I could go on and on and on. And then after you do that, you want to set a timer for two minutes on your phone and visualize all the things you listed and let the feelings of joy wash over you thinking about what you wrote down. Gratitude is a funny thing because it's not always easy to understand and why it matters or how powerful it is. And I feel like the word gratitude to some hairstylists out there could sound really corny and cliche. But the truth is embodying gratitude can go a long way in changing your life for the better. And I say this because I live it. You know, anything I share are things that I do that I embody. And for me, seeing is believing. When I experience it and there's a change and it's for the better and it raises my vibration, I want to share it with everybody I know. Jen Cicero, she's uh, the author of You're a Badass. I actually love that freaking book, but... She says, when you're in a state of gratitude, it raises your energy and puts you in a high frequency, which puts you in a more powerful state to manifest good feeling things and experiences in your life. It doesn't just make you appreciate the small things. It also impacts your energy, mental health, and all the things for the better. So what if you're not a morning person? Okay, so there are plenty of people. I used to be like that too, by the way. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no, I'm a night owl. And then I had my daughter and that's all different. But if you're not a night, per- if you're not a morning person, then I recommend doing it at night about five minutes before you go to bed. Because at this point, what you want to do is disconnect from your phone. And the reason why you want to do that Well, first of all, you want to do that because you actually want to write in your journal, right? And you want to really be in the present. And you don't want like the beeps and the alerts and the ding, ding, you know, whatever's going off on your phone to distract you. So I would shut down your phone. Okay, don't worry, you're you're still going to live. And an article that I read from a local magazine stated, we trick our brains into thinking it's daytime due to the blue light that our phones emit. So shutting down your device at night is going to allow your brain to produce melatonin, which causes your brain to properly ease into sleep. So what you could do is you could start to turn down the lights in your bedroom, try shutting overhead lights, and just use lamps at night, and then do your nighttime ritual. These rituals are game changers. You know, when I chose to work 11, sometimes 12-hour days, The morning ritual practice got me through it with so much more grace and less complaining and bitching because I remember on those days that I was just like, oh my God, what did I just do? This sucks. I'm just like, no, wait, but does it? Like you are, first of all, I chose to work those amount of hours, number one. Second of all, I have all these weeks off of work because You know, at the time I would work 10 days consecutively and then have weeks off of work. And I just said, I'm so grateful and thankful that like, this is my life, that I get to spend the weeks off of work with my daughter and be with my family and follow my passion projects. And it's so hardwired in my brain. You know, I've been doing the uh, morning ritual work for about three years now. It's so hardwired that when I am around people, 
and they are maybe complaining about something and they're not happy about something and my brain automatically goes to, okay, so what's the lesson in this? What can we change? Why is it a good thing that this bad thing happens? I'm right away going there. And it's hilarious because I catch myself sometimes when people are talking to me and right away I go to, like, I just go immediately go to, okay, what's the solution? Like I'm more of a problem solver. Never used to be like that, by the way. Okay. Never used to be like that. Used to get caught up in the funk, stuck in the, woe is me. Oh my God, this sucks. Bye, bye, bye. Getting frustrated, all the things, but you know, there are moments, especially with my husband, it's pretty funny because he'll be like, babe, blah, blah, you know, complaining about something. I'm like, yeah, but what are this? What are this? And I'm like, Anna, just let him bitch and get it out. And then we'll see if he comes up with his own insights of, you know what, though, it might not be that bad. And if not, I kind of got him at that point. So I kind of got off on a tangent there. So let me, <laughs> I got to laugh at myself. Okay. So let's get back to, uh, to the practices. These types of practices, along with removing mental and emotional blocks, are built into my extension program called Elite Extensionist Accelerator because 80% of the game is the internal work. 20% is behavioral. Okay, so the internal work, the inner development, that's 80%. And if you work on that, I, oh my gosh, I'm telling you, you are going to be busting through upper limits. You're going to be manifesting things that you have desired. You're going to be creating a life of fulfillment. You're, I mean, it's just mind blowing what you could do because guess who holds ourselves back? We do. And the thoughts that we're telling ourselves. So enough about that. Let's keep on going. I do want to add this though. There are many hairstylists that could Google a problem. They may be having at work or a strategy that is taught, but either they don't implement it or do all the things and they're still not seeing the results that they're wanting. So hairstylists, I mean, let's face it, there's education at our fingertips. It's a beautiful time to be in because there's education all around us. But hairstylists don't need more information. They really need transformation. It's 80% of the transformation, and then the rest is the information, is the implementing, is the strategy. And hey, listen, we all have our moments. We are not meant to be high vibe, positive thinkers all the time. I don't want you to think that that's what I'm telling you because it's unnatural and it's going to do more harm because as humans, we're meant to feel a range of emotions. What we do is, you know, all those icky, sucky emotions, we either avoid it or we suppress them. And what happens is it builds up. You suppress it long enough, it builds up like a a dam filling up with water and then it breaks. And then like, so this could look like maybe you're with someone, maybe it's your significant other, I don't know, maybe it's, who knows? And something happens and you just flip the F out and they're like, whoa, where did that come from? And it's because of all the built up stuff that wasn't resolved, not communicated, not seen, not felt through. I mean, it's, it goes so much deeper than you think. So the last one is breath work. This is so good for people who are anxious or stresses out a lot. This is good, I would say, for the majority of people on planet Earth. So just inhaling for four and then you could hold for four and exhale for four feels better. It regulates the nervous system 
And what you could do is you could set a timer to go off three times a day that says, remember to breathe. That's simple. You could put it on your iPhone and then, you know, while you're at work, you're going to breathe. It's going to go off. It's going to remind you. Maybe it's while you're in traffic. Just breathe. You'll be amazed at how powerful breath work is. And you know what? It's beautiful and it's available to everyone and free whenever you need it. So to wrap it up, incorporating self-care practices like meditation, morning and nighttime rituals, and breath work, or one of these practices, whichever one resonates with you. Maybe there's something else that you like to do that I haven't mentioned. I'm telling you, it is essential for your well-being. It's essential for your mental health, your physical health. And all this is so that you could manifest a fulfilling life in business as a hairstylist or human for that matter. I want to thank you so much for being here. And I love hearing from all hairstylists, especially when you guys say like how much a podcast meant to you and you know what you got out of it. It really lights me up. It lights my heart up. And if you had any aha moments, please make sure to leave a rating or review or both and have a great rest of your week.